This is the What Happened Today podcast, your daily history podcast that tells you what happened on this day in history. Brought to you by the Productive Leisure Network, online, ProductiveLeisureNetwork.com, and on Facebook and Twitter, at Prod Leisure. I'm your host, Will Floyd, and what happened today, November 19th in 2004, a fight broke out during a National Basketball Association game between the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons at the Palace of Auburn Hills in Auburn Hills, Michigan. The fight would grow from a brawl between the players into a fight between fans and players. Players literally went into the stands. And in fact, it was one of the biggest fights ever seen in sports. Multiple players would be suspended for various lengths of games, and the entire event would become one of the flashpoints in sports conversations and known as the Malice at the Palace. Coming into the game between the Pacers and Pistons in November of 2004, the two teams were clearly the cream of the Eastern Conference. The previous year, the Detroit Pistons had won, surprisingly, the NBA championship in a finals over a superstar Lakers team, which subsequently broke up in the aftermath of it. And the Pistons were seen as a hard-working group. They were famous for being superstarless. Their five starters, Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince, Rasheed Wallace, and Ben Wallace, were known for having their own roles and sharing the balance offensively and defensively. But they were first and foremost under Larry Brown, their coach, a defensive team. Similar were the Indiana Pacers, coached by Rick Carlisle, led by big man Jermaine O'Neal, and with a superstar two-way wing in Ron Artest. They were physically as imposing as the Pistons, if not more so, and they were the biggest threat to the Pistons' crown as Eastern Conference champions. And the game ended up being somewhat close, but not a great game. The Pacers got a large lead and the Pistons clawed back, but there was never really an exciting game. That is, until with 45.9 seconds left, and Indiana holding a 15-point lead, 97-82, to and most of the starters still on the floor. The Pistons center Ben Wallace was fouled by Ron Artest. In fact, what Artest had done was, while Wallace was going for a layup, essentially slapped him from behind and hit him in the back of the head. Wallace would claim later on that this was foretold by Artest. More importantly, this fit with Artest's reputation in the game. He was tough and tenacious, bordering on possibly cheating as a defender. He would bark at people. He would trash talk. He would get in people's faces. And he was seen almost as a loose cannon. And so, when Artest hit Wallace, one of the toughest guys in the NBA, Wallace responded by shoving Artest. These things happen occasionally in sports. And in basketball, usually, both benches clear, there's some shoving, some talking, the referees get in the way, and it settles down, and both guys are sent back to their locker rooms. Especially in a game with 45.9 seconds left that wasn't very close. That is what happens in NBA fights. However... Most NBA fights do not involve the singular personality of Ron Artest. Artest, who already had a reputation as a hothead, went and laid down on the scorer's table. It was said later, this was something he had learned in anger management to help him relax. Although presumably, when told to lie down, they did not expect the first place to go to was a radio announcer's table. There, he put on a headset and began to talk with the broadcaster for the Pacers, Mark Boyle. The broadcast team instantly shut off of the mic, not trusting what Ron Artest would say in such a situation. Meanwhile, everything is being sorted out. 
it was known our test would probably be thrown out Wallace would be thrown out on the broadcast on national television on ESPN commentator Bill Walton said that he thought Stephen Jackson would probably be thrown out as well because he was shouting at the Pistons players as they were gathering and he had sort of aggravated the situation it looked for a second like everything was calming down Although Ron Artest was still laying on the radio announcer's table, the situation was calming down at the court. And then Ben Wallace threw a towel at Ron Artest. Artest stood up, but was held back. This was sort of a silly thing. It was the last moment. Until Ron Artest was hit by a flying cup of Diet Coke. In some ways, from the video of it, this seems comical. He gets hit by a soft drink. But at that moment, Ron Artest goes into the stands. In fact... He ran over the table, jumped in the stands, and in the process, actually injured Mark Boyle, the Pacers radio broadcaster, fracturing some of his vertebrae. And Artest grabbed a fan named Michael Ryan. The problem for Artest was this was not the guy who threw the cup. In fact, it was someone sitting on the same row, John Green. But it wasn't just Ron Artest who went into the stands. His teammate, Stephen Jackson, also with a bit of a reputation for being a hothead, followed him. And he too went after a fan named William Paulson because he had seen Paulson throw a separate drink at our test. At this point, multiple players go into the stands, although now they are mostly doing this to pull the players that had already gone in back from harming more fans. In one of these stranger moments, John Green, who could have gotten by with just being the guy who incited it, actually went over and punched Ron Artest twice. Then Ben Wallace's brother, David, punched Pacers player Fred Jones, who was trying to break up the fight. Of course, at this point, multiple fans come out onto the court. People are throwing things everywhere. It is complete chaos. But with large six to seven feet tall athletes going into the stands and retrieving the players who had first charged, the situation seems to be settled. And our test is coming back down. Then two more fans, AJ Shackelford and Charlie Haddad, come onto the court and our test attacks them. When Charlie Haddad comes back up, Jermaine O'Neal, a seven-footer, punched him. This is when it became even more uncertain. Jermaine O'Neal was one of the most impressive physical specimens on the floor. A young man, seven feet tall, incredibly athletic. A random fan stood no chance. At this point, many people pushed back. Immediately, the decision was made to just end the game. It went down in the record books as a 97-82 Indiana victory. However, the real effects were that chaos had broken out. It was said that when David Stern, the NBA commissioner, who had been serving for decades at that point, was watching it, he thought that it was one of the worst things he had ever seen. Jermaine O'Neal would later say that as bad as it looked on TV, it was at least 20 times worse in person. The Indiana players had to be escorted off by security officials. And police basically evacuated the arena. In total, nine spectators would be injured. Weirdly, Ron Artest asked Stephen Jackson if he thought they would get into any trouble, which alarmed most people on the Pacers team who weren't sure exactly why anyone would think they wouldn't be in trouble. Stephen Jackson responded, we'll be lucky if we have a freaking job, man. And then almost immediately, suspensions were handed down and the story began to unfold. Jermaine O'Neal said that the fan he punched, Charlie Haddad, was seeking a fight and it was well known among players who visited the Palace of Auburn Hills. Ron Artest, for being the main instigator and the man who first jumped into the stands, was suspended for the rest of the season. That was 73 games at the time, but included 13 more playoff games, which he couldn't come back for. Stephen Jackson received 30 games. Jermaine O'Neal got 25, although he would later appeal it and get 15. 
Anthony Johnson of the Pacers would also be suspended five games, and then Reggie Miller would be suspended one game. On the Pistons' side, Ben Wallace was suspended six games. Chauncey Billups got one game, Derek Coleman got one game, and Eldon Campbell got one game. Artest, Jackson, O'Neal, Johnson, and David Harrison of the Pacers all received one year's probation, a $250 fine, and community service. They also had to go to anger management therapy. And this became the dominant story of the 2004-2005 NBA season. The Pacers looked for all the world like they would be a championship contender. And now one of their best players was gone for the season. Two of their other good players were gone for significant games. In the case of Jermaine O'Neal, a federal arbitrator had reduced his suspension saying that, really, the only thing the collective bargaining agreement allowed was for David Stern, as NBA commissioner, to hand out suspensions for any on-court incident. O'Neal was suspended for punching a fan off the court, and therefore, he could not be suspended for everything. But in some ways, this was remarkable. Perhaps the most striking outcome was that of John Green, who first threw the cup at our test. He was identified by the county prosecutor, David Gorsica, who was his neighbor, Meanwhile, John Green and Charlie Haddad were banned from going to any Pistons games in the future for life. Multiple fans would be charged with assault and battery. And in many cases, the reaction from the media was swift and complete. But there was also a commentary by a lot of former players that the problem was on the fans. And in many ways, the NBA would agree. After this, alcohol sales were severely limited at NBA arenas and cut off after the third quarter feeling that in some ways this incident could have only happened at the tail end of a game. When a rematch between the teams was played at Conseco Fieldhouse in Indianapolis on Christmas Day, very little happened. Of course, Ron Artest was gone, as was Steven Jackson. Jermaine O'Neal was in his first game back after his reduced suspension. Nothing really happened. When the Pacers returned to the Palace of Auburn Hills for the first time since the incident in March of 2005, the game was delayed for 90 minutes because there were a series of bomb threats specifically targeted at the Pacers' locker room. They proved to be based on nothing. But there was, in some way, a sense that nothing could really be done for the Pacers for the team they had. A team that could have been great was ended by a fight. And it's telling that there have been very few significant incidents between fans and players. There might be trash talking or exchanging verbal sparring, but security has been enhanced. Alcohol consumption has gone down at NBA and largely the atmosphere has changed. And a lot of that is thanks to the fact that when a fight broke out on the court between Ron Artest of the Indiana Pacers and Ben Wallace of the Detroit Pistons at the Palace of Auburn Hills, the incident then spilled out into the crowd, involving Ron Artest charging at a fan in what would become known as the Malice at the Palace, which is what happened today, November 19th in 2004. That will do it for today's episode, but as always, please check back in tomorrow for a brand new episode because we are a daily history podcast and we do put out a new episode each and every day. You can also find all of our episodes on our website, ProductiveLeisureNetwork.com, and on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you are listening to us on either iTunes or Stitcher, please subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating, and leave a review, because those are the ways you can help us to get onto charts and be heard by brand new listeners. You can also help us out a bit more directly by going to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Productive Leisure, and becoming one of our patrons. At Patreon, patrons give small monthly contributions to support ongoing creative work, like a podcast network. So if you want to hear more of the What Happened Today podcast or any other 
Productive Leisure Network podcast, please go to patreon.com slash productive leisure and become one of our patrons today. You can also follow us for updates on everything to do with the Productive Leisure Network on Facebook and Twitter at Prod Leisure. Thanks for listening and see you tomorrow.